0: Free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
1: This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus performance line and some of the best offers of the year on select
0: models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.
1: You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. hello and welcome to another episode of lockdown gators part of the lockdown podcast network your team every day happy monday i am brandon olson you can find me on twitter at wns underscore brandon i'm also the founder of hold where sports.com you find all of my written work uh i don't know how it's gonna come out into the microphone but uh still going through it a bit with the uh The voice and the throats of fun stuff um i will try my best to not make this horribly and it'll be a a a little quicker probably just to not put as much strain because i'd like to be back to normal however uh i think it's time for a little bit of a mock draft monday since friend of the show dalton miller just dropped a three-round nfl mock draft uh for 2022 of course and we'll see where Gators wind up. You can catch that on ProFootballNetwork.com. I'll also be reading off some of your answers from when I tweeted asking people to name a random Florida Gator because uh, they were certainly a blast from the past. And I'm not going to be able to get to nearly all the names, but we'll, we'll go through the highlights. Before we get started, just a quick reminder to follow Locked On Gators wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode. And there's only one place to get all the info you need on the SEC five days a week. And that's Lockdown SEC with Chris Gordy of Sports 790. Follow the Lockdown SEC podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So through Dalton Miller's uh, three-round NFL mock draft, there were three Gators selected. It was, first off, we had Kair Elam go to the Cardinals uh, at pick 15 overall, which personally i love because the cardinals already have one of my favorite corners that i've ever scouted and evaluated uh and i'm a huge fan of him And byron murphy uh came out of washington a couple years ago massive fan of him i think he's amazing and i i just love having a uh, kair elam who's obviously one of my favorite corners in next year's draft paired with him i think that would just be awesome for me as as just a fan of db play uh, having two of my favorite DBs on the same team would be awesome. It's also a great fit because, I mean, as many receivers as they've drafted and signed, they don't have the secondary um that equals that. Their their secondary's got a ton of question marks right now, and adding Kair Elam would be a huge answer to those questions. Um, Also, before anybody complains, betting odds are determined. It's determined by betting odds, the draft order. So argue with your cat if that's what you're gonna argue about like that's fine but yeah circling back to the actual pick and the opinion of that i think it's a fantastic pick uh just because yeah I, i think it addresses a need and you get a fantastic i think he should be a top 10 pick at this point of course it's still just super early in the process we are probably going to have at least one guy that's thought of as like a day three player right now skyrocket into the first round, uh, probably skyrocket into the top 10 if we're just based on recent history. Um, so yeah, it, it's very early right now. I think Kairi Lim is one of the 10 best players in college sports right now. So yeah, that, that's that's my that's my stance on it right now. I think it's a fantastic pick. I think Kairi Lum is going to compete for the cornerback one spot. I know that I spoke about that with uh, Jordan Reed when he was on a couple of weeks ago, but yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I respect Dalton's pick. I mean, he even said that it's a lot closer between Kyrie Lee and Derek Stingley than people are kind of giving that credit at this point, point. and uh, I th- I think throughout the season we'll see that really clean up. Uh, next up is Ventrell Miller went to the Eagles at the thirty sixth overall pick. This is great because I know I know I mentioned with. Name image likeness that Ventrell Miller is someone that people have placed high expectations on him for this coming year. I think he's done a just phenomenal job uh, improving year to year, which of course just gives me more hope for what he'll uh for how he'll produce this year. I'll say uh, he's got he. I mean, he's got to step up. This defense was just so inconsistent and so bad, really, just just straight up bad that someone needs to be a leader here uh, at every level. And I, mean, I, I didn't even think about this, but Dalton actually has the three guys that I would think would step up and be the leaders at every level in this three-round mock. And those are the only three gators that get drafted. I, I mean, this is one of those picks where, like, I, I love it for the player because he's going to a team that needs him and could really, like, he could start pretty early, if not immediately, and he could probably succeed with but I also hate it because I'm a Giants fan, and so he's an eagle at this point, and I then have to kind of hate him, but not really, but like I still have to at least a little bit, (laughs) like one of those weird situations. Um, But I think it's a fantastic fit, and I think it's a, a decent value at this point. Again, it's still super early, and it's kind of ridiculous to even be talking about this, but I saw this go up, and... I I just, I had to talk about it. I I couldn't not talk about it because it literally went up. I opened it and I immediately like searched the page for Florida. So I I had to go with this. Next up is Brenton Cox Jr. to the Falcons at 53. Falcons are a team that have struggled for years to get a solid pass rush going again. It's something that they kind of prided themselves on previously, and then they just they just haven't been able to get back to it and that's something that uh kind of sucks for them but at the same time i i don't totally like the team um i love them now with Kyle Pitts but previously i had no legitimate reason to love them i didn't like the way they used Keanu O'Neal and worked with him but new coaching staff new new everything really so i'm looking forward to it i think Brandon Cox Jr at 53 um, i think that might be a little late for him by the time like right now i think that's fine but if brenton cox jr uh, performs and produces the way that i'm expecting him to this year i i think that's that's really late for where he could wind up going if he lives up to that expectation uh even if Antro miller lives up to its expectation i think 36 could be a a decent spot for him i don't think that'd be I mean, he's he's an off-ball linebacker. That's just the value is just dropping with them, even though it's straight up. Uh, it shouldn't because that's a dumb. But I'm I'm not a GM, so I can't argue that. O- overall, just to recap, we got Kair Elam to the Cardinals at 15, Ventro Miller to the Eagles at 36, and Brenton Cox Jr. to the Falcons at 53 in Dalton Miller's Mock Draft. Again, you can catch it on ProFootballNetwork.com. I know I've talked about recently moving in with my girlfriend, uh, but one thing I didn't really think about was how much cooking we'd be doing throughout this whole thing. Uh, I I don't know why I thought we'd order more. It's obviously smarter and cheaper to cook. But uh, if quality and craftsmanship is important to you, you should check out Maiden. Maiden is a cookware and kitchenware brand that works with renowned chefs and artisans to produce some of the world's best pots, pans, knives, and wine glasses. Um, Seriously, I'd recommend (laughs) getting one of their chef's knives. Uh, You could do that little thing where you hold the paper with one hand and then just cut straight through with the knife. We did that incessantly when we first got our knives. But right now, Maiden is offering our listeners 15% off of your first order with Locked On. That is the best discount available anywhere for made in products and so make sure to use promo code On LOCKED no space ON.
0: It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's of best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA and now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at kubotaorangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's Uh
1: These final two segments are probably going to be a little quicker. Um, I know I mentioned I tweeted out, name a random Florida Gator, and the responses were awesome. Uh, <laughs> um, this one's a fun one. Ironically, uh, Cam Newton was the most popular name i think i saw him uh five times it was he yeah he was the most popular name i saw out there uh and it's just like it's one of those things where every time someone you know brings up that cam newton was a gator uh it's one of those what if things because sure urban left like but (laughs) what if cam newton had still been there And what would have just happened at that point is, uh, yeah, it's just a bunch of what ifs. Like, because think about if Cam was a Gator, Auburn never has that insane run. And Cam may or may not have become the first overall pick. He may or may not have won a Heisman. There's just so many question marks with it. It's insane. Um, and it's, uh, it's just one of those disappointments. (laughs) Not, or not even disappointments, just, it's a moment where it's like, damn what could have been um another name that i saw that was one of my favorite names to see was jared davis um if you aren't familiar with my work with the nfl draft uh i've been doing it for a few years now and jared davis was one of my actually not even one of he was my first scouting report that i ever filled out and one thing i will always pride myself on is that i said he should have been drafted in the first round which he was and i said that uh a perfect team fit for him was the detroit lions which is where he got drafted didn't end up working out at all uh, now he's a jet but i my i still celebrate that i made the same call that nfl gm made whether or not it was the right call and the right evaluation that that's um i'm gonna brush by that one uh i am going to celebrate the wins when i can that's that's how i prefer to do things so i i made the same call that an nfl jam did and honestly i loved davis when he was a gator just because he was running around like a bat out of hell and he would just pop full so i was i was in love with his play um another gator that i saw that i was in love with his play and is one of my favorite gators of all time uh Luches purifoy he oh my goodness he never worked out in the nfl at all i think he signed with the colts and then just dropped off the face of the earth at that point uh but yeah no i was i was a huge fan of Luchez purifoy when he was a gator him and marcus roberson were just ridiculous to me and it, it was just it was an awesome time to see the Gator defense, uh, that was during a dark period of offense that I don't like to talk about, but, um, it was, it was an insane secondary, that was, I mean, Gators, DBU, like, in terms of college talent, uh, Luchos Purifoy was right there, he was just a fantastic corner, at least in my memory, I think I might go back and watch some of the Gators and reevaluate them, and, uh, and try to, uh, I guess give my opinion on the pod about their play after watching their tape now that I'm a bit more experienced, but still have a ton to learn, uh, might be a little fun thing to do. If anyone cares, let me know just so I know I'm not wasting my time with it. Um, because Purefoy would be a fun one because he was one of the top DBs in college and the NFL just had like little to no interest in him. Um, so that, that's that, I mean, ah, uh, I remember i saw his name come in and i was just so happy because i i, I was a i uh sorry i'm just stumbling through this one a lucha's pure stan um that's why i stumbled through because i knew that's the word i wanted to use and i don't use that word often at all um so that's what threw me off there but you yeah, know i was just i was so happy to see that name and i i honestly i don't even remember who brought it up i think it might have been one of my friends that knows lucha's pure it was like the guy that or not the guy but one of the guys that made me fall in love with this db in general um so yeah it was a, a fantastic blast from the past and then we'll continue after this as we build in anticipation for the football season let's start building our bodies too Built Bar is the best protein bar on the market. It has 18 delicious flavors, including recent Built Bar Champion Coconut Brownie Chunk. Uh, Personally, as we all know, (laughs) I am a cookie dough chunk or peanut butter brownie kind of guy. And if you're trying to eat clean, but you've got a sweet tooth like me, that is no longer a problem. Also, I have vacation in less than a month, so the sweet tooth needs to stop being a problem. So Built Bar is going to help me get through that. Uh, Built Bar is your low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and, of course, I'm going to say it again, most importantly, high-fiber solution. You can even enjoy Built Bar if you're keto. Remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order. That is LOCKED15 L-O-C-K-E-D to get 15% off of your next order at BuiltBar.com. Of course, to wrap up today's show, I'm going to just continue looking at some of the uh, the, the greatest hits from those responses. Um, Dominic Easley was a, a monster one for me. Uh, he was just, again, this is before I was even evaluating players, but Dominic Easley, to me, was like, I thought he was going to be pretty much what Aaron Donald became. <laughs> I thought he was going to be a, like an undersized but ridiculously good pass rushing D tackle. Um and it was obviously didn't work out at all the way I thought it would. Um, but yeah, Dal Measley was just a freak to me. He just always with the injuries, I think he tore the same ACL like two or three times. It was just it was rough for him because like he, he was so clearly talented, but he's one of those guys that despite his talent he just could not stay healthy and could not stay on the field and that's just like there's those are one of those just shames because you can't do anything about it um you could just play the what if game like i just did with cam one name that was brought up that i completely like spaced out of my mind was jeff demps um who when i was younger i would like watch gators football and all this but i wasn't Uh, smart enough to, like, realize why people were so great. And Jeff Demps um, was just insane. Like, he was literally, like, world-class track speed. Like, that is how fast Jeff Demps was. And that is something that, like, I remember every Madden that he was in, I think it was, like, two or three of them, I would do whatever I could to get him on my team because, uh, you know, this was when I was i don't know 15 or 16 um and there was this really cool thing that's still actually in madden where if you just have the fastest players on the planet you can't lose usually uh and so jeff demps would be that guy and i i he was christian mccaffrey for me before christian mccaffrey was a guy except he was way faster um so that that is jeff demps to me is just an insane uh nostalgia name that i I loved him so much as a Gator, and I loved him so much as a Madden player. And I know I sound like I'm uh, like I'm getting choked up here. It's just actually my own throat is, is choking me here. Um, we have two Gators left on the list. First one's Tease DeBoer because he was someone that I remember when he was like first with Florida. It was Vernon Hargraves and then Tease. And I just remember thinking, like, that is so insane just how talented these corners are that are coming in and then neither of them ended up living up to the hype t sabor bombed his uh his combine i've been told he bombed his interviews uh he had just i mean again this is before i was evaluating players but he was just so or in depth at least um And he was just so good as a corner. And it was just ridiculous. And it sucks that he didn't work out at all. Because he was someone that just... I feel like everyone loved him. I don't remember people really hating him as a player. Or at least Gators fans hating him as a player. Um, And the last one is a heartbreaker as well. Started off on a QB that that transferred from Florida. And will finish on a QB that transferred from Florida. Will Greer, who was destined to lead us to the next Natty, and then uh, s- straight up just, like, I d- I don't want to call it stupidity, because it was more, like, the, uh, the PDS thing was more just, like, or not even PEDs, just the ban the substance list was more just, like, not doing your due diligence, which is, like, kind of stupidity, but it's not like he was actively trying to cheat, so it's not, like, that's stupid to me. Um, But say vie, i guess uh shout out to anyone that just said la vie while you were listening proud of you love you um but you know will Greer was destined to lead us to greatness and then that happened <laughs> and then just dumb like politics-esque kind of stuff happened and it was it will forever be disappointing to me is my point uh I loved Will Greer as a Gator. I loved him as a Mountaineer and as a draft prospect. And I will say that I had him way higher than he ended up going and way higher than he deserved to go. But he, he was phenomenal to me. He, uh, I, I'm not one of those guys that I'm like, Oh, like if you don't have great arm strength, then I hate you. I'm very much like you can get it done. Then I don't care too much. Uh, having a rocket for arms and added bonus. So will Greer was still perfectly fine to me. Um, didn't end up working out so far, but still plenty of time there. But that about does it for today's episode of Locked On Gators. Join me on Wednesday, and we'll take a look at which Florida Gators got drafted in the MLB draft, uh, since I'm recording this before the draft started. Uh, once again, my name is Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find all my written work with whole9sports.com. I hope that my voice is back to uh normal on or at least sounds decent in today's episode too but i hope it's back to normal by wednesday but uh be sure to check out locked on bucks hosted by james yarjo and david harrison part of the lockdown podcast and network they seriously do an amazing job of covering the team and they are just all over the latest news like if there's anything with the gators that happens and they will like immediately the news breaks and they're shooting the text about it they're awesome um get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast, follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.